Father, we love you. You are great and greatly to be praised. For there is none like you, and there is none beside you. We acknowledge that from everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. Thank you for giving us another holy hour. That we can have the word and spirit encounter with your spirit and with your word. Transform us through the ministration of your word and your spirit this evening. And whoever is connected online all over the world, let them be connected to the same grace and glory that is with us here. Let your presence abide with us and perfect all that which concerns us. May we receive that input of your word that will bring understanding and enlightenment that will cause us to give your spirit his proper place in our lives, even the right of way, the first place, the preeminence. Let your spirit have his way. Let your will alone be done in this meeting. In Jesus' mighty name, we call it done. And the people out there shall say amen. amen. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. I bless God for your lives. And I thank God that we have the privilege to come your way once again with the spirit or the word and spirit encounter. And this evening, I'm bringing a message I have captioned when everything becomes chaotic. What do we do when everything becomes chaotic? What will be your disposition when everything becomes chaotic? What will be your reaction when everything becomes chaotic? What will be your response to the issues of life? What will be your response to other humans and people around you when everything becomes chaotic? And so if you don't mind, especially in this era where almost everything seems, seems to be chaotic all over the world, in the nations of the world, I believe that God has answers for us in his word. So if you don't mind, let's go to the book of beginnings and see how God did it so that we can learn from our God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, the creator of the universe, when everything became chaotic, what did God do? Can we learn from God? Can we have some answers from scripture? Can we learn from the, the response or the reaction of God to a chaotic situation and do same in our time and generation? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Can you turn your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 1? Genesis, the book of Genesis chapter 1. And I'm reading the verses 1 and 2. Genesis 1, the verses 1 and 2. The New King James Version of the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens. And the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness 
was on the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. The verse 3 says, Then God said, Let there be light and there was light. Hallelujah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That was a perfect beginning without any chaos, without any spot of darkness, without any disorder, without any confusion. Everything that God created from the beginning was perfect. There was not a single imperfection in his creation. Now, between verses 1 and 2 of the Bible, Bible scholars as well as study, proper study of the scriptures make us understand that between the verse 1 and 2 are millions of years which are not accounted for in those two verses. Because Peter, Apostle Peter for instance in his writing talks about the world that then was. There was a world before Adam's world. They were also homo sapiens, but they were not made in the image and the likeness of God. Time will not permit me to go into that detail. But then, Lucifer, Satan, who used to be an archangel, and who used to govern the earth, was in charge of that world. And when he rebelled, God threw him back to the earth and overturned the earth, as it were. And when the earth was overturned, the waters on which the earth was situated was flooded. I mean, the, the waters flooded the earth and the waters flooded the heavens and the earth and shut up the, the, the light of the sun as well as the light of the moon. And everything became chaotic. As if that was not enough, darkness also took over. There was no light. Remember, God is light. And the Bible says in him is no darkness at all. So when the Bible says, and the earth was without form and void, he is referring to chaos. God didn't start creation by making it first chaos before he, he brought form or, forth order. No. It was judgment upon the world that then was. In case you do not agree with me, maybe one day we can do a Bible study and we can go into detail as to how that judgment occurred and what brought about that judgment. But between verses 1 and 2, we see a judgment upon the world that then was. The earth was without form. It was shapeless, hopeless, formless. It was without form and void. That means empty, chaotic. That's the word. That is why I'm asking, what do we do when everything becomes chaotic? The earth was without form and void. And the Bible says, and darkness was on the face. The King James says, was upon the face of the deep. Up on means that it was up and then on the face of the deep. In other words, darkness had taken over. I think that describes the kind of world that you and I live in now. It seems a certain force has stepped into the world where even the great nations with all their um, uh, abilities are not able to cope with the darkness that seems to cover the surface of the earth. And men and women all over the world are trembling for fear because of the things that are coming upon the earth. 
But the answer to my question is in the same verse, verse 2 of Genesis chapter 1. He says, when the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep, the spirit of God, the King James says, the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, ever before God said, let there be light, ever before there was the revelation of the word of God, the, the first person of the Godhead we see in the book of beginnings is the spirit of God. He is called the spirit of the Lord or the spirit of lordship. He is the one that takes charge before anything can be put right or anything can be put in its right order. And I believe by the revelation of scripture, what God is telling you and me is that in this time or in this era where darkness seems to take over the surface of the earth, where things seem to get chaotic and when everything is becoming chaotic, what God is calling you and me to do is to give his spirit, the spirit of the Lord, his proper place. And the place the Holy Spirit occupies and should occupy in my life, in your life, is the first place. In other words, before anything is done, before anything is said, we must give God's spirit, the spirit of the living God, his proper place. Which is the first place, the preeminence, the right of way. If we are ever going to get the permanent results that the world so desires... I am not against all the efforts we are making to, you know, avoid contact with COVID-19 or coronavirus. I am not against all these things. They are all proper things. And I'll show you a scripture that buttress the fact that all these things that we are doing, they are good in themselves. But we are dealing with something that is more than nature. What I say, what I mean by modern nature is that we are dealing with something that requires something stronger than the natural effort of man to overcome. When God wanted to deal with the natural circumstance of the earth, he still brought in his spirit. We cannot solve natural problems with natural solutions alone. I have heard a lot of people even making mockery of prayer. And saying that this is not the time for you people to come and sit down and say, you are making noise. This is the time for you to put your brain down and work. Who told you so? Can you? It is because you, you lack understanding and you lack knowledge. And you lack insight as to how God operates. That is why you will talk like that. And may God forgive your ignorance. And forgive your blaspheming. I'm talking to somebody who may not even be connected live now, but will think that at this time, it is not just about prayer. Who said so? Who said so? I'm glad that as a nation, the nation Ghana, the Republic of, the, of, 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 of Ghana, the, the president himself declared that today, Wednesday, 25th March, 2000, I mean 2020, and we should be declared as a national day of prayer and fasting, meaning that we recognize the place of the supernatural. And I love that because God is calling the whole world to give his spirit his proper place. Thankfully, the Holy Spirit has been in the world ever since he came upon the disciples 
on the day of Pentecost. He is in the believers who have received him. But unfortunately, we who have received the Holy Spirit have also not known that the Holy Spirit deserves a proper place or his proper place, which is the first place, which is the preeminence. We get up and do our own thing. We get up and fix our own programs. We get up and go our own way. We get up and do our own ideas. I believe that whatever is happening in the world right now, God must have allowed it. God did not engineer it, but he must have allowed it so that he can get our attention. So they can get the attention of the rest of the world that his spirit is amongst us and he deserves the first place. Until the Holy Spirit takes the first place, nothing will fall in its proper place. When the, when the Holy Spirit takes the first place, that is when everything falls in its proper place, in place, in order. What do you do when everything becomes chaotic? The answer is give the Holy Spirit the first place. Give the Holy Spirit the preeminence. Give the Holy Spirit the right of way. Give the Holy Spirit that room for him to take over before you can do any other thing. Other than that, all your efforts will just come to cost 90. That's zero. It will just come to naught because unless the Lord builds the house, the labor in vain that buildeth. And unless the Lord Watch over the city. The Bible says the watchmen watch but in vain. In other words, all our physical efforts, all our sanitizing efforts, all our efforts to put in place proper hygiene, if these efforts are not done in the spirit of recognition of God's spirit amongst humanity, our efforts will be in vain. That is why even great nations are failing with all their scientific modules and scientific efforts that is why it seems that they are failing god's spirit is calling on you and me to give him the proper attention god's spirit is calling on you and me to give him the right of way god's spirit is calling on you and me to give him the first place god's spirit is calling on you and me to give him that first place he deserves the first place until the holy spirit takes the first place nothing will take place nothing Everything will just fall out of order and will continue in disarray. If we can learn from God, the book of beginnings, when the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep, the spirit of God moved first before God said, let there be light. And there was light. I have heard people say that you cannot, this is not about prayer because even believers and non-believers are all affected. We are all exposed to the same virus. Even big men, rich men, everybody. You see, it is because the believers, you and me, the believers have not known that the Holy Spirit who is in us has his place, which is the first place. That is why believers are also affected. Because my people perish for lack of knowledge. When you do not know, you will suffer the consequences of your ignorance, of your lack of knowledge. Are you there? Are you listening to me? So, don't join those who are saying that um, it's because uh, this thing is beyond prayer. It's beyond uh, the, what believers have been doing all this while. Let's see which believer can start. It's because we have not given the Holy Spirit his proper place. I can show you a scripture to confirm what I'm talking about. The man Jesus Christ who is our Lord and our Savior. The one who is God by himself. But when he leaves on this earth, 
when he was in the human body, Jesus Christ never did anything. Even to be tempted, the Bible says he was led by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Even in his temptation, it was by the leadings of the Holy Spirit. What do you think every other thing that he did? I mean, quote, quote. I mean, what do you think would be the, the, the place of the Holy Spirit in every other thing that Jesus Christ did? If even in his temptation, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, then I believe that everything that Jesus Christ did, ah, that's why Acts chapter 10 verse 38 says, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus Christ didn't do anything. He was God, but he did not do anything on this earth as God. He did it as man, anointed by God. He did it as man, filled by the Spirit of God. He did it as man who was in communion with the Holy Spirit. He did it as man who had given the Holy Spirit his proper place, which is the first place, which is the preeminence, which is the right of way. And he sets the example for you and me. That is why he could talk to nature. There was a time he spoke to the wind and spoke to the sea. And the disciples wondered and said, what manner of man is this? That even the winds and the sea and the waves obey him. Do you know we have the same capability? It's the same Holy Spirit. It's simply because we have not given the Holy Spirit the first place. That is why when we command, nothing happens. Because the Holy Spirit is not in our lives to come and be our subordinate. He is called the helper. The paracletos. He is in our lives to be given the first place. Until you give him that right of way, he cannot help. And that is the helplessness of the state of the church all over the world in our present time. So I believe what is happening as judgment as it is on the world, it is a wake up call. God is saying to you and me, wake up and give my spirit his proper place in your midst enough of our programs our own ideas our own setup our own initiations without the involvement of the holy spirit enough of that god is saying it's about time that we recognize that there is a spirit who has been given in the stead of jesus christ who is building the church the holy spirit is the leader of the church he is the one that convicts men of sin when the gospel is preached he is the one that adds members to the body of christ he is the one building the church in the stead of jesus christ so how can we do all these things without giving him his proper place somebody may ask but how do we even give the Holy Spirit the first place? Is that not what we did today? Through fasting. That's what we did as a nation, Ghana, today. Through fasting and of course through prayer. David in Psalm 37, he says that I humbled my soul with fasting. Fasting humbles the soul. It brings the soul in submission to the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Remember, the Holy Spirit has been around. He's on the inside of us. But until we bring ourselves in submission to his spirit, God's spirit in us, he is in us and he is helpless. Until you involve the spirit of God, nothing will work. Oh yes, yet you are a believer. Do you see our fault? Do you see where we have gone wrong? That's why God is calling us back to the first love. That's why God is calling us back to give the Holy Spirit the first place. He's calling us back. All over the world, God is calling on the church. Enough of we running ahead of his spirit. He says, halt in your pace. Halt in your tracks and turn back. Come back. 
to that place where my spirit will have the preeminence. Come back where my spirit will have the right of way. Come back where my spirit will have that proper place which is called the first place. Let me show you a scripture in Luke chapter 4 how Jesus Christ did it and we can do it in our time. Oh, the word of God is so sweet. Luke 4. This was some few days after Jesus Christ had been baptized in water and then that's by John the Baptist and then he was led into the, into the wilderness by the spirit to be tempted of the devil and in those days the Bible says he did eat nothing. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights and he came in the power of the spirit. It, it, that tells you that the Holy Spirit had taken his proper place in his life and that is how it's supposed to be for you and me. We have put ourselves first and the Holy Spirit are subordinate. So when we rebuke, nothing is rebuke. And yet we complain and say that how are things not working? We are the cause. Luke chapter 4 verse 38 and 39. Talking about Jesus, the Bible says that now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. That's Peter's house. Simon Peter's house. But Simon's wife's mother, that is the mother-in-law of Peter, was sick with a high fever. The King James says he was sick with, she was sick with a great fever. That's not that, that, is that not the, one of the symptoms of coronavirus? That your temperature is higher than 37 degrees Celsius, which is the human body temperature, and therefore you have high fever? That is why we go to corporate offices now. They have to put something on your forehead to check your temperature. If it is 37.5, they say, hey, something is wrong with your body. You are getting coronavirus. But this is high fever, great fever, meaning that the body temperature was higher than 37 degrees Celsius. Hmm. Let's watch it. Bible says that, but Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, with a great fever. Not just with fever, but high fever, great fever. And they made requests of him concerning her. In other words, they requested that, oh, they knew that Jesus Christ had the answer. Listen, the church still has the answer concerning what is happening in the world. We are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. I like it when the church has been called upon that we should join in fasting and prayer. We have the answer. And I know that by the grace of God, God who hears prayer and answers prayer, will bring his intervention and will cause the church to have the leadership to direct affairs by the spirit of the living God, by the leadings of his spirit. They made requests of Jesus concerning Peter's mother-in-law. Verse 39 says, So he, that is Jesus, stood over her. Look at what happened. And Bible says, and rebuke the fever. Kalabalatos. He rebuked the fever and it left her. And immediately she arose and served them. Come on. What are you talking about? Who is there out there saying that we cannot use prayer to solve coronavirus problem? I don't know whether you've read your Bible. Jesus Christ stood over Peter's mother-in-law and rebuked the fever. So, are we not right if we say that coronavirus stop in your tracks? Who said that prayer cannot stop coronavirus? Then it means that you don't know the spirit 
who moved upon the face of the waters when everything was dark and there was, there was confusion and there was chaos. You don't know that God that we serve. And if you have the Holy Spirit and he is still not at work in your life, chances are that you might not have given him his proper place, which is the first place. Giving him the right of way. Giving him the preeminence. Giving him his proper place in your lives. The Holy Spirit will not submit to you. You must submit to him. The Holy Spirit does not follow your leadings. He, you must follow his leadings. Child of God. God is calling us back. We have put the cart before the horse. That is why nothing seems to be working. For almost one century. 100 years. After Azusa Street Revival and other pockets of revival in the mid-90s, God has been waiting for a time like this. And he has gotten the attention of the world. He's gotten the attention of the church. And he's saying that if you're ever going to see change that will bring a revolution, give my spirit his place, the first place. Before you say, I rebuke fever, the Holy Spirit must be given the right of way. Before you say, this is Jesus for you. He didn't just do it by himself. He did it according to the leadings of the spirit. The man had come from a fast. And he came in the power and spirit of, I mean, he came in the power of the Holy Ghost. Great power upon his life. And everything that he did was because the Holy Spirit had his proper place in his life. Can't we do the same? Why do we have the Holy Spirit and yet we don't have the answers? The same Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit who moved upon the face of the waters. I'm talking about the waters that cover the whole earth. The same Holy Spirit is resident in my spirit and in your spirit. What is the difference? The difference is that though he is in us, he has not been given his proper place. If we can repent and if we can yield to the Holy Spirit and if we can listen for his voice, if we can hear him again, tell us what to do. We can stand over coronavirus and say, I rebuke you. And it will depart. That's God for you. So let's get back to the first love. The place of communion with the Holy Ghost. The place of yielding to God's spirit. That is why I asked the question from the beginning. What do we do when everything becomes chaotic? Is it a hopeless situation we have found ourselves in? No. And it's a big no. Capital no. There is hope. There is hope for the future, says the Lord. Why? Because the church is still around. We are the hope. We are the answer. We are the reason why darkness has not taken over yet. And so long as the spirit of God lives on the inside of us, if we can give him his place, everything will fall in place. Everything, and I mean everything. God will still take his place, his proper place. Then we can repent and say, God, we, we, we were wrong after all. We thought we could do it by ourselves. We were like the people in, you were building Babel. The tower of Babel. Building and building without God. And when you get to a certain height and you believe you've arrived, that is where God can set confusion. That is what has happened now. Confusing. And everybody is trembling, wondering. It's like God is bringing everybody to the same level. Obia and Yobia. The same level. So that we will be humbled. So that we will know that God must be given his proper place. The right of way. Will you begin to talk to God? This is the word and spirit encounter. Begin to talk to God. And say, Holy Spirit, I give you the right of way. I give you the first place. I give you the preeminence. Take, take your place. I have been going ahead of you all this while. I've been doing my own thing. I get up. 
Paul said, when I was a man, when I was a child, rather, I, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child, I behaved as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. It's about time we put away childish things and give God's spirit his place. He has a place in our lives. He's not just in us to follow us. He is in us that we might follow him. The Bible says when he comes, Jesus said, he shall guide you continually. Not you guiding the Holy Spirit. Not you telling the Holy Spirit what to do. He must, he must tell you what to do. And I hear the Spirit of God telling somebody right now. That throw away those things. Can't you see that that thing is hindering your growth in Christ? I don't want to describe it. Because I'm seeing somebody's room. And I'm seeing some things. Throw them away. They are hindering the Holy Spirit. Can I describe it? I can describe it in vivid detail because I'm seeing these alcohol bottles. These are three alcohol bottles and the Lord is talking to you right now as you listen to me that is hindering the Holy Spirit. He said, do not be drunk with wine in which is debauchery. The Holy Spirit does not dwell where wine is. They are two contradictory things. It's a but be filled with the spirit. If the spirit of God takes his place, wine has no place. But if wine takes the Holy Spirit's place, he will just be far away from you. And you'll be doing your own thing. Repent! Child of God, repent. God is calling you and me. Anything that has become a curse, anything that has become a hindering force to the flow of God's spirit in our lives, he wants us to do away with it. The carnality, the lesbianism, the homosexuality, the fornication, the adultery, the indecency, the pornography. All those kind of hostile music, music that drives away the spirit of God. Let's do away with them. Repent, child of God, repent. Because the world is looking up to us. We got the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit has not gotten his proper place. That is why nothing is falling in place. But if we allow the Spirit of God to move first. Whatever we say shall come to pass. Lift your voice and begin to talk to the Father. Tell him, Lord, I yield my spirit. I yield my soul. I present my body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to you, God. Which is my reasonable service. Open your mouth and pray. Wherever you are in your home, in your office, you're watching me connected live on Facebook. It's the same grace that is in your home. Enough is enough. Enough of taking the lead ahead of the Holy Spirit. He has been waiting all this while and He got us in 2020. Glory be to God. It's a year of great. I say it's a year of great awakening. He got us for the first time. He got us. All those of us who live in the 20th century into the 21st century, we have never seen the wrath of God. But here, here we see God at work. <laughs> Bible says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. What is happening in the world is going to work for the good of the church. It's time to rise up. It's time to give the Holy Spirit his proper place. The right of way. Lift a voice and pray, child of God. Lift a voice and pray. I need you, Holy Spirit. He is in you already, but I need you to take your place. Take your place, Lord. Take your place, Lord. Have your way. The songwriter, Nathaniel Basse, sang a song and said, Take your place, Lord. Have your way. And when everything is done, please don't let me take the glory. Have the glory, Lord. 
Take your place, Holy Spirit. Take your place, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm just a vessel, Lord. And nothing more. We can rebuke fever. We can rebuke coronavirus by the Spirit of the Living God. And when God is done, let Him take the glory. I'm satisfied, Lord. Just to see you glorified. God wants to take His glory one more time. Take your place, Lord. Take your place, Lord. Randi kirigagatas, maranto supra katindi kirigagal, mantos, mantos. Take your place. Take your place in my heart. Take your place in my court. Take your place in my deeds. Take your place in my going out. Take your place in my coming in. Take your place in all that I do. Oh, Holy Spirit. Take your place. Take your place. Take your place, Holy Spirit. Let her be your prayer. Let her be your prayer. I'm satisfied, Lord. Just to see you glorified. We have been taking the glory for a long time. As if we are in competition with the Holy Spirit. And we have been grieving the Holy Spirit all this while. And we didn't know. But God is calling on you and me. Repent. Repent, repent, repent. Marando Sakaranda, Marantoro Prosketesh, Prantoriminiminicataiza, Roborobo Sofracatusa, Pariminicatazo Bricataza, Liza Grigato, Malantaliza Grigato, Bracatusi Grigata, Sarantelimenicatai Sigrigate, Vrisupranturiminicata, Remelebelebelecata, Protoroba Suprandiriminicata. I'm satisfied, Lord, just to see you glorified. Take your place, Lord. Take the first place have the preeminence have the right of way have the right of way have the right of way lift your voice and pray right now somebody and Perry and the Grigaga, Rentelemese Brigata, Aze Palipapa, Aze Palipapa, Aze Palipapa, Aze Palipapa, Marandorobas of Brigatejo, Ezegrigu, Arantosa, 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 Ezegrigin Torobolo. Milleminimine Kataisi Grigogo, Reverence Prantalemse, Rosa Prekataisa, Antelemese Prekatesa, Atelemene Melecata, Liso Pra Parantalata, Regatos Grigaginta, Mantelemese Pra Paranta, Rosa Brigatarian Tse, Antelemese Grigogo, Atirigatigrigata, Milleminimine Kataisa, Aze Grigaginta, I'm satisfied, Lord, to see you glorified. One more time, take your place, Lord. Take your place, Holy Spirit. Have your way in my life. Have your way in my home. Have your way in my marriage. Have your way in my ministry. Have your way in my finances. Have your way in my health situation. Have your way. Have your way. When you are done, take the glory. I'm satisfied. satisfied just to see you glorified. Just to see you glorified. Yes, Lord. Well, satisfied just to see 
satisfied to see you glorified, Lord. I'm satisfied to see you glorified. Oh, one more time, take your place. Take your place, Lord. Oh, take the stage, Lord. And take your proper place in my heart. I'm just a vessel. Nothing more. Lord, I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. When you are done, when you are done, please take that glory. Lord Jesus, I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. When you are done, so when, when you are, are done, done, take the glory, Lord. Satisfied just to see you glorified. While the sun, song goes on in the background, I want us to join faith and pray. Two kinds of prayer. First, we are praying for the church all over the world. Not a church in Ghana alone where we are ministering from but a church all over the world. This is the best time. God has been knocking at the door of our hearts and it is time for us to respond and say yes Lord. We are praying for the church all over. We, you have prayed for yourself. Pray for a brother or a sister in Christ. That God in this era of great awakening we will recognize the place of your spirit in all your dealings that those of us who have abandoned your spirit those of us who have sidelined your spirit those of us who have kept the holy spirit in the corner of our heart somewhere those of us who have gone ahead of your spirit those of us who have grieved your spirit those of us who have quenched your spirit those of us who have abandoned your spirit lord all of us will repent and that the Holy Spirit will take his place. He will take the center stage. He will take the first place. Open your mouth. Let's pray for everybody. Every child of God all over the world. It's time. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. Lift your voice and let's pray. Pray for a brother or a sister who has been living anyhow. Who has taken God for granted. Who could just go anyhow and go anywhere and do anything anyhow and think it's okay. It's not okay with God. Bible said, don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? That he dwells in you and that you are not your own and that you were bought with a price? It's not okay to live anyhow. It's not okay to just take anything and put in your body. It's not okay to just do anything with your body. It's not okay. The Bible says that fornication destroys the body. Let's wake up from fornication. Wake up from our drunkenness. Wake up from our slumber. Wake up from anything that is indecent. Pray for the church that will wake up from our, from our greed for money. Our greed, our covetousness. That will wake up. It's about time we wake up, brother. It's about time we wake up, sister. Wake up, wake up. Rantele Shaha. Lift your voice and let's pray. Pray for the church all over the world. The church is the mighty force of God. It is the answer to the, to the problem that is going on in the world right now. We are still the answer. We are still the salt of the earth. We are still the light of the world. We are the hope of this generation. Pray for believers. 
pray for that brother, pray for that sister, Lord. Andele melekataja, mantolo masopra kata, prantini menekata, regeteja gregete, andele menekata, prantuli menemenekato, vregeze breketuja, mintoro masobregeteja, andele menemenekotoso, regetoja gregeta, brabebeli menekateje, meleze gregeto, regeteja para, prameneto masoka. We pray for brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus all over the world. We pray, Lord God Almighty, that as you seek to get our attention, we will get the message and rise up. And when everything has become chaotic, we will know and recognize and give your spirit his proper place, the center stage, the first place, the right of way, the preeminence that your spirit who had the first place in our hearts, the first place in our thoughts, the first place in our deeds, the first place in our organizations, the first place in our organizing programs, the first place in our church services, the first place in our going out and coming in, whatever we do, let it not be our own formula, let it be the spirit of the living God guiding us, leading us, teaching us, guiding us continually, let your spirit take his place his proper place, the first place, and as he move upon the face of the waters, as he move upon the face of the waters, let him move upon believers one more time. Let believers arise by the enablings of the spirit. Let the spirit of the Lord, who was upon Jesus, come upon God's people one more time. Let the spirit of the Lord, who came upon the disciples, one twenty of them on the day of Pentecost, let him come upon the church one more time. Let the spirit stay. A reviver one more time. A reviver in the body of Christ worldwide. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Mantolo basobreka taja, azeperi meniko topa, brabeperi menikata, azekete breka, masobroko tojo, rebelige, ineleke lazegregeto proto, maranto sepe, pari menikataiza, lazagregeta lato, rebelebelebelebelebelejo, veliminiko tozegregeta, inamaranto robo supra in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before we pray for the rest of the people of the world, I want us to do what Jesus Christ did. The Bible says, he arose and went to Simon's house where Simon's wife's mother was sick with a great fever, a high fever, and he stood over her and rebuke the fever and immediately the woman who was sick with fever I can imagine somebody who was shivering with fever somebody who was gasping for breath somebody who was almost gone in death do you know what the spirit of the Lord is telling me right now I am not against medication never those who know me know that I stand for both natural and supernatural interventions and that is my place and I believe in that because I saw Jesus Christ raise Jairus' daughter from the dead. And the Bible says he commanded that something should be given her to eat. So there's a place for prayer and there's a place for natural nourishment. And I'm for the two. Glory be to God. So don't get me wrong. 
here is what the spirit of God is telling me something. And let me tell you, brother. Watching me right now. You see, natural problems. Natural problems. You can use natural solution and you will get the answer. But the good thing about the supernatural life is that supernatural simply means superior to the natural. So, we can use supernatural interventions to solve both spiritual and natural situations. But you cannot use natural intervention to solve spiritual problems. That's the difference. So, it is true that we can find even a vaccine that will take care of COVID-19 and that will be beautiful. And I pray that God will make the world, the scientists, the researchers discover such a vaccine that will be approved worldwide so that those who are suffering, the masses who are dying, will have this intervention. But beyond the natural intervention, like Jesus Christ did. Jesus Christ didn't say that, hey, hey Peter's mother-in-law is sick with fever. Why don't you bring some paracetamol? Why don't you bring some, you know, um, anti-malaria medication? And let's treat fever. This is high fever. Let's treat some typhoid. Let's treat something called COVID-19. He knew he had the answer. The answer was the Spirit of God who guided him to rebuke the fever. And I sense in my spirit that if we have given the Holy Spirit this proper place, we can rebuke that thing called COVID-19. We can rebuke that thing called coronavirus. We can rebuke all the signs and symptoms, whether it's fever, whether it is getting out of, or, you know, breath, whether it's fibrosis in the lungs, whether it is sore throat, whether it is breathlessness or dry cough, whatever it is, open your mouth, somebody and begin to rebuke that fever, rebuke that symptom, rebuke that sickness, rebuke that disease, rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Hey, Rakatopa, open your mouth and rebuke Rebuke, rebuke COVID-19, rebuke it, rebuke it. That is why we fasted today as a nation. That is why we, we waited on God that we might stand in the proper place to rebuke that thing called COVID-19. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus. We cancel your works. We command your hold to be broken of the lives of God's people right now, of the lives of the people of the world that they may know that Jesus Christ still saves, he still heals, he still intervenes, he still hears prayer. Lift the voice, somebody rebuke, rebuke, rebuke. And they shakata, Brahmarantosa, we rebuke that fever, we rebuke that dry cough, we rebuke that sore throat, we rebuke that breathlessness, that fibrosis in the lungs, we rebuke, we rebuke, we command that death that is holding that brother, that sister, we command you loose your grip, let him go, loose your grip, let him go, loose Come on, lose your grip right now in the name of Jesus. And that thing that travels on the surfaces of metals, that thing that moves even in the air, as has been discovered, we command you, we are rebuke in the name of Jesus Christ. Mandili mini kataiza, lese peli mini kata, manto poro toto, zekete krika kuri, ikete krika ka, atuli mini koto propo, poro sahata. We rebuke the cancer, we rebuke the diabetes, we rebuke the hypertension, we rebuke every sickness that has been stirred up as a result of any infection. I command sicknesses go out of God's people, go lose your grip, get. Get out, get out, get out, get out.
out in the name of Jesus. Lemele shaka palimini kotopa mazobre ketoshe paramakatu propapa aizeke teke paranto pariata azekregeke intorobos 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 eishalapaha prakatu propa pramenemenegetezu ezeke topa manto pariata zegregeke intato zakategregeke arise arise let a son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings over God's people let a son of righteousness arise over those who are infected let them receive healing let them receive that deliverance let them receive the rebuke of that fever in the name of Jesus let them be free let their temperature become normal let the dry cough go let the sore throat go let the fibrosis go out of their lungs in the name of Jesus we come alive we come and hold us when the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep the Bible said the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters and God said let there be light we come and light we come and life we come and wholeness we come and the liberty of the spirit for now the Lord is our spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty in the name of the Lord Jesus I want us to pray for the rest of the world. We pray for the church. We have rebuked that thing called fever. Now everywhere you go, they're checking, they just put something on your forehead just to check your temperature. We rebuke that fever. Let's pray for the rest of the world, especially those whose hearts are failing because of fear. If you are afraid of the first death, then I don't know what will happen when you face the second death. Where even death will die. According to scripture. If you are afraid of the first death, where your spirit is separated from your physical body, then won't you be afraid of this God that can cast your soul into the everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels? Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. He's a terrible God. We have no idea. God is terrible. But he's been so patient and so kind. If God were to mark our iniquities, the Bible says who shall stand? But there's forgiveness with him that he may be feared. I want us to pray for the rest of the world. There are those who come to the saving knowledge of Jesus because of this judgment upon the world. There are those who cry out to God in repentance let it be so because God wishes that none shall perish he does not wish that any shall perish but that also come to repentance in first Timothy chapter 2 from verse 1 it says I exhort therefore that first of all supplications and prayers and intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men for kings and for those who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty did you hear that if we, the whole world, we're going to lead a quiet, we're going to have a quiet and peaceable life. Look at how all nations are locked down. 
as it were, no flight anywhere, no vehicle move from one nation to the other. If we're going to have the kind of transaction we used to have, commuting to and fro and do business as we used to do, then we got to heed to God's word in First Timothy chapter 2. He says, I exhort. It's an exhortation. Will you take that exhortation today? That first of all, you see the word again, first of all. In other words, there are some things that we must do first. If the first thing is not done, the second will not be accepted. So don't go about saying that this is not about prayer. This is about what? If it's not about prayer, it's about what? Do you know the God that created you? If you do not call on him, how does he intervene? And you are going about saying that it's not about prayer. Repent. 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 I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, there's a place for supplication. We must make some supplications. In other words, we must petition God. We must invite God. If we don't invite God, he will not step in. Just because he created the world doesn't mean he's in charge. He gave the earth to man. It is like lease. He has leased this world to man. One day, the leaser, the owner of the earth will come for his earth. That is when judgment will come in. Until then, he does not step in until we invite him through prayer. So there's a place for prayer. The creator of the heavens and the earth, do you think he doesn't have the elements that can co combat COVID-19? What are you talking about? Every problem has the seed of its own solution in it. I'm telling you, COVID-19 has its own solution in it. If we will pray, God can give the revelation and the answer so easily. Is available. I assure therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men. Can we do that right now? For kings. Let's pray for the presidents all over the world. This is a time God wants to humble all of us including the presidents all over the world. Yeah. For kings. Those who are in charge. That they will know that there is somebody called the king of kings and the lord of lords. So that we will not be all in all. That we will give God his place. In our nations. For kings and, then, and, say, and for those who are in authority. Then he said when we do that. That we may lead. A quiet and peaceable life. In all godliness and honesty. Lift your voice. Let's pray. Pray brother. Pray sister. Wherever you are pray. Pray. The next line says that for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior who will have all men to be saved. Out of this crisis, God is seeking the salvation of men. He's seeking the salvation of souls. He will have all men to be saved and to come to the epignosis, the knowledge of the truth. Jesus Christ is the truth. Some people have lopsided knowledge of Jesus. Some people have half-truth knowledge of Jesus. Some people have have big knowledge of Jesus. God wants us to have the complete knowledge of Jesus. Some people believe that Jesus Christ is a prophet, but he's not a son of the living God. It's wrong. Lift a voice that we may come to the knowledge, the epignosis, the complete, the exact, the accurate, the full knowledge of the truth. Lift a voice and pray. Pray. That we will come to that knowledge. That we will know that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. He is God all by himself. He is God. He is God. It was God who became the, the word. It's God who became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father. Full of grace and truth. 
the law was given by Moses but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ his brother's grace the grace of God has appeared unto all men telling us that we should renounce unrighteousness we should turn our back to sin Maranda Santoloza Roborobo Satayada Gadagrigato Robosha Riberigatajigrigo Ontorobo Sata Rebereminegata Lasso Prakatu Pratatata Zebrekata. We pray for all men, we pray for kings and all those who are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Let kings acknowledge the king of kings, let those who are in authority acknowledge the Lord of laws. Let all men acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. That he is the same yesterday. He is the same today. He is the same forever. That we will acknowledge the lordship of Jesus and bring him into our lives and invite him in and bring God in. That he will have his place, his proper place, his first place in all that we do in the governance, in the governance of our nations, in our deliberations, in our endeavors we will give god his proper place lift a voice as god humbles all of us that we will bow to the lordship of jesus and acknowledge him as lord he is lord he is king he is a soon coming king the righteous one the judge of the world he is the righteous judge he judges righteously he's coming back he's coming back he's coming back he's coming back that we will turn back to him pray for all men pray for all men all over the world we are one global village and it's time for us to care for one another pray for that brother far away in that far country pray for that sister who is handicapped who is helpless who is hopeless at this juncture who thinks that there is no hope call him or her in prayer jesus is the answer of the world today he is the answer he is the solution i am Oh yes, Lord. 